This is the Unstoppable Podcast, where we are dedicated to bringing you comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. We hope this podcast will encourage, equip, and empower you with meaningful insight from the Word of God to receive His promises and live a life without limits. As you realize your potential, you will join a dynamic group of passionate people who are actively bringing the unstoppable power of heaven into the darkest places on earth. Here is your host, Eric Taves. Welcome to the Unstoppable Podcast. My name is Eric Taves. And uh, on today's show, um, Justin is going to join us for, for his second interview in as many uh, episodes to do um, something we did uh, a few months ago called a behind the scenes episode. So Justin, uh, I'll let you host your own show. <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun. Did you like <laughs> yeah, how that was intonated? Good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I was like, oh, okay, he's doing that. All right, that's cool. <laughs> I was trying to like, you know, uh, elaborate really uh, or, or exaggerate your your personality <laughs> in the intro right there. So hi everybody, yeah, thanks I, for I, listening. I, this is, <laughs> I tried to do my I tried to do my PBS voice. Because that, that really that's funny. kind of the voice you 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 go with, just a little bit. So, just a little bit. welcome everybody to our second ever behind the scenes episode. Uh, you can tell we're obviously a little bit loosey goose and we're having fun. Um, Eric, if you have not met Eric Taves, he is our producer slash uh, I call him Gandalf. I don't know. He's like the wizard, you know, of this of this whole thing. So, it's just he and I today. We're doing a Zoom call, um, a thousand miles away from each other, but uh, but we're doing it. And um, this is the season two kickoff. Right? Yes. Eric? Season yes. two. Season two, episode one. We, it's kind of, that was something that I think when we started, we weren't like super like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to go, we're going to do this like by seasons. And then I, I think it was right. a few episodes in, we kind of went, you know, we should really break this up somehow. I thought it was more than a few, few episodes in. I remember like starting to, like we had planned out through episode like 15, 20 or something. And I, I got to the point where I was like, um... We're gonna have like twenty episodes here pretty soon. Should we break this up into pieces? And you were like, "Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do episodes." So that's kind of how that came about, I think, or or something. Yeah, I don't know. we just looked at yeah. it. And <laughs> yeah, the first few were just kind of like, "This is the unsolved," and we just kind of we referred to it internally, like we would talk to each other about episodes, but yeah. we never kind of yeah. made that public per se. And now it's kind of like, yeah, okay, this is this is the episode that we're on. This is I think we started counting somewhere around seven or eight is when we, we really started mentioning it in the podcast and talking about it and having, you know, knowing where we were and being able to like look at our, our numbers a little bit based on those episodes and things like that. Which Ooh, yeah. Y- yeah, let's do that. Let me look Yeah, you want to do that's that? That's fun. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna log in right now real quick. Okay. Um just for our listeners. Uh, we haven't, again, uh, I think I've mentioned it, but our, our point with, the, with, with starting the podcast and doing things, it's never once has it been like, oh, our goal is to get, you know, 10,000 people or, you know, whatever. We just, um, honestly, well, Eric, share me, share with me, share with us a little bit. For those of us who haven't heard the first BTS behind the scenes episode, we talked a little bit about the origins of the podcast and just how you and I got together, but just do, why don't you share real quick again? Um, so yeah. those uh, new listeners can, can kind of get a feel. Yeah, it. so this all started, um, what, uh, crud, May of 19, I think, is when we started talking. That um, sounds right. I'd have to go back and scroll through my iPhone and find it, but we, I had heard a rumor that you were, you, I'd either heard that you were already doing a, a blog and were looking at doing a podcast or something like that, and I just went, hey, I hear you're doing this thing. I wanted to get back into doing audio work. And so we started talking and we started discussing equipment. We started discussing what we would need to buy, what things you had already, what stuff you thought we should do. And we, we just kind of went back and forth for a, a long time. It was, it was several months before you yeah. sat down and did the first two episodes yep. with Ryan. That's and right. we, we kind of put it all together. And then, and then we started running into all the technical issues we had, which, oh which just was just, a, there was just so many things that didn't, work the way we were expecting them to and and they should have like in all reality the things we were dealing with we should not have had the issues we had because you were using you know usb mics you were recording into a a professional a decently professional software and we were getting all kinds of issues and so we wound up you wound up having to completely rebuy your equipment um to the what you're using today and truth be told we still have issues that we're still trying to figure out today we are dealing with things we yeah. were dealing with stuff 
today earlier, we, we've dealt with stuff like kind of all along, off and on, where you've lost what three episodes? Oh, man. I don't that like we've to had think to about it. Record? It, yeah, um, I think it's, it's three. It's the full episodes. We record it. Everything's beautiful. I send it off, and Eric's like, uh, <laughs> "You should probably listen to this." And I listen to it, and just like the whole the whole podcast is just gone. Like yeah. there's so much distortion and whatever, you know, digital noise. You can't, it's like I tested it and it sounds good, but then like you just can't use it. And so we had to throw a lot of these out. Yeah, One of them actually, Eric, we remember one of the earlier ones um, we had to throw out early on because uh, of some other weird issues, but that wasn't even related to that. That was because yeah. uh, the people had the microphone and it was picking up whatever background noise and just some weird. So we've had a lot of crazy. Yeah. We've had to throw out a lot of episodes. Yeah. yeah, we've we've thrown out. I'm trying to think. I think we've thrown out four, including yeah. one of them. We just was was just the way it was recorded. There was it wasn't any anyone's. It wasn't your fault. It was just the way yeah. it was recorded on both ends. It just didn't work. Uh, and then the the issues we've had with. And I mean, I can get into the technical. I can tell them what equipment we're using. No, you know, we don't I, I, do that. No. Okay. No. no. But it's fun. I mean, I like it and you like it. But yeah. Okay. I don't know if everybody's gonna like it. Okay. <laughs> you, okay, here, listeners, if you really want to know, email us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll send please. you all the specs yes. or whatever. We'll send you everything <laughs> you we're using. Yeah, yeah, and if you yeah. yeah, if you can help us out. Yeah, we'll send you the programs we're using, we'll send you the 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 hardware, the mics, all that stuff. Seriously. And I'm so working on, on updating my stuff too. So I'm gonna have maybe the next BTS I'll be on even even better better stuff than I have now. Well, I did want to mention this. We are um, so this is episode one of the second season, but this would be the 22nd episode of the podcast, right? Total? 22nd? I think that's right. That sounds right. So I didn't know this until later, praise the Lord. I'm glad I didn't know this earlier on, but I was reading something and they said, if your podcast makes it to episode 15, then you've broken through some sort of threshold and you've, you know, you've beat most people. I forgot what the number was, but it's like, they said most podcasts fail before the 15th episode. And I didn't know about that. So I never had that as like a high mark. But I looked at that at, at like episode 18 or something and I, I, I read that somewhere and I was like, oh, hey, cool. You know, I guess we made it, you know. Um, but yeah, all that to say, I was just going to say numbers and all that ha has never been our goal. I mean, it, it's great. And, we're, and I, we're starting to kind of look at the numbers now and use that for a metric, you know, and this, that and the other. And that's nice. But uh, really, like Eric was saying, um, you know, he just reached out and and reached out to me and wanted to get involved. And for me, it was a total answer to prayer. You know, I had been praying about it. I'm like, man, I don't know what I'm, how I'm going to record this stuff. I don't even know what materials, you know, to use. I'm, I started getting into it and I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have to learn a whole new software and I'm going to have to, I'm like, okay, I almost need to be a sound engineer, you know, to like do this right. And I'm like thinking, okay, do I know anybody who's already, and like the next day or two, Eric reaches out and is like, hey, by the way, I'm, I'm a pro sound guy and I'd like to help you or I'd like to be involved. And I'm like, what? So that's how we met. So or yeah, that's not we how talked, we met. Yeah, but, yeah. And we talked about audio before because uh, right, of a really right. cool idea you had had about like playing with speakers and physics. Oh, physics. Yeah. Yep. Physics. And you were going to do like, uh, what's that liquid that I was going like to do? Solid? A I was going to do a, re a reverse waterfall out in front of my house. I was going to get the water to drip down um, and have a speaker attached to the drip. Yeah. Or uh, sorry, not not a speaker. I was gonna have the water drip at a at a at a certain rate, and if I have it dripping at a certain rate, and then I, I shine a strobe light on it that is at just the right frequency, I can get it to look like the water is dripping up from the ground, even though it's yes. just an optical illusion. I mean, it'll, it's dripping physically down, but I'm telling you, you could get it on with the right camera, uh, not with any camera, but with your naked eye and with the right camera, it will look to you like it's dripping backwards. It will fool your eyes, something fierce. I was gonna do that. Have you ever seen a helicopter with uh, the blades not spinning? Uh, that, no, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's so you, cool. if you shoot it with the right you frame rate, you can totally rate, do it. Right, you can yeah. do it. Yeah, it's got to be. Yep. It, yeah, you just adjust it, and it looks like the helicopter's floating in the air with its sure. blades sitting still. It's it's yep. the wildest thing. It's so cool. It's you can do it with fidget spinners too. Um, at least for a little while, because obviously it's it's decreasing in its um, angular momentum or right. uh, angular velocity. If you once you get spinning really fast, if you do a strobe light, you can get it to stand still. You know. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so uh, I know so, we hit a thousand. That was oh, our yeah, we yeah. had we had a big big milestone. We did a for those of you who who may have missed it, we did a live Facebook video where we had all of the guests we've had uh, on the show, 
from season one. It, it turns out epic. it was really close to the end of season one, so it worked out really well. Yep. But I know that we have gone past that now, and I'm curious where we are because well, I haven't heard the numbers in a couple of weeks. As of today, so just so everybody knows, by the time that this this episode is actually released, the numbers will have changed. But as of today, we're at 1,249 downloads. Now, that's not listens. That's just, that's actual downloads. I've found out uh, listens are, you know, when somebody clicks on it and just listens to it, to it even for a second or two, that counts as a listen. But I, we're only tracking downloads. Like somebody clicks on it and says, I want to download this to whatever device I'm listening on. We have 1,249. I think that's cool. So thanks for downloading and listening. And that's awesome. I don't know that I told you this. I ran into a buddy of mine um, who I hadn't spoken with. He and I just kind of run into each other once in a while. His kids went up through the the middle school and high school ministry when I was a leader, so I knew his kids. And he was on worship team for a while. His name's Paul. He's he's a really great guy. Uh, well, he and I just don't connect very often, but I bumped into him. I was at work. He was waiting on a meeting, and so he and I just chatted for a bit. And he's run his own podcast for a very long time. Uh, so I was talking to him about what I was doing outside of my day job and I was talking to him about the podcast and that we'd hit the 1000 mark. And he told me, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have my podcast and I totally forgotten that he had one. And, uh, he had surpassed three and a half million oh. uh, downloads, but he's been doing it for like 10 years. So Yo. I was just like, that's, that's pretty cool. And he had been not only this, I'd forgotten about this. So he does bi-weekly now, I believe he used to do a daily. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you and I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> we That's we right, so want, everybody listening. We want to have that kind of time, but we don't. This is all, man, we are moonlighting this whole thing. I mean, Eric, you're on vacation right now, man. I am. Thank you, by the way. Thank you so oh, much for this is taking the time. <laughs> I'm enjoying, I, this no. is, I love doing this stuff. I love, I love being a part of all of it. You know, we've had a lot of fun doing this and yeah, it's work. And yes, you and I have spent an obscene amount of time on the phone with each other, pri mostly prior to, we, we spend a lot of time on the phone now keeping up, but, <laughs> uh, but prior to, I mean, we spent hours, yeah. hours yeah. and hours and hours on the phone getting this thing, you know, ready. And now it, I won't say it runs itself because it doesn't, but we have a format, we have a, we have a way of doing it. We have a, we have a methodology that, that works. Um, I've gotten a whole lot, I, I, you know, I had to relearn some of the stuff I had learned 20 years ago when we started this thing. And I've gotten a lot better at that. And I've gotten to the point now where I'm, I'm even making different decisions than I was a year ago when we, mm. you know, when we started this thing. Well, I think it sounds much better because of all that. So I'm, I love, I love it that we're working together and not, we're not just talking work only to all the time. You know, it's like we talk and we're getting to know each other too. And we're building a relationship, you know, we're continuing to build our relationship. And I really love that about, about us talking. So sometimes I look at the podcast as a way to get to know you too. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm calling Eric, but I'm not calling about the podcast today. Like, I just want to check in, you know? Yeah. So I love yeah, that. We'll, and we'll still wind up talking about the podcast because that's a, of a big thing of what, <laughs> a big thing of what talking we do. But yeah. yeah, we do, we do talk about other things. We've, we've talked a yeah. lot about just life in general and, you know, your schooling and, and my work and other things happening in, in our lives and what's going on. But, Invariably, it comes back to what are we doing next here? And I'll segue sort of nicely into, so what's next, Justin? What does season <laughs> two look like? Ooh, that was pretty sly. Nice work. Yeah, what does season two look like? Um, we've got, you know, we've got a lot of the episodes already kind of planned out. Um, it's going to look pretty similar, I think, uh, in format to season one. We're going to bring in some new guests and uh, I'll do some more teachings, you know, kind of the single teaching things, but we'll also have some different guests, different topics, stuff like that. Going to do another behind the scenes episode. When? Is that January of every year we've kind of wanted yeah, to do those? I think so. I think something? that's when we were thinking. Maybe mid season yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. It, depending so we'll on how many one of these. episodes we do. Yeah. Yeah. But where is it going? Like, I, I've been thinking, Eric, personally about like just my own life and you know, thinking about like, uh, and I, I don't want to like hijack the episode, make it a teaching episode, but like I've been thinking about the Go judgment ahead. seat of Christ, you know, the judgment seat of Christ and what that means. And I've been really studying it out. And for the believer, there is a judgment. It's not a judgment of, oh, you're going to go to hell or something like that's not the judgment that the believers are going to go into. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're, you're going to heaven. You're going to spend eternity with God because of the blood of Christ. Um, but, but there is still a judgment for the believers. Now that judgment is, 
it's it's going to be where he there's going to be rewards given and without going too deep into the Greek and all that they're basically it's a it's it's like the podium at the end of the Olympics you know and it's like okay rewards are being given out and and responsibilities you know in the kingdom of God moving forward things like that that's what that word judgment seat of Christ means it doesn't mean you know, we're going to be groveling before his presence, crying, and like, he's going to be, you know, throwing our sin in our face. That's not what it's about. It's about what have you got, what have you done with what I've given you is basically what it mm-hmm. is, you know? And then mm-hmm. and the whole point is, hey, I want him to say, well done, good and faithful servant to me, right? So mm-hmm. I've really been thinking about that in my own personal life. And I'm like, okay, well, what am I, what am I building right now that's going to last? Because I want to build stuff that lasts. That's what it talks about when Paul's talking in 1 Corinthians. He talks about, you know, you can't lay any other foundation other than Jesus Christ. That's the foundation. But what you build on top of it is what matters. Right. You know, are you going to build with wood, hay, and stubble? Or are you going to build with gold, silver, and precious stones? When it says precious stones, it doesn't necessarily mean diamonds and, and sapphires. It actually could, you know, the, the word carries the idea of marble and granite which is why we have all these ancient cities in Rome and, and Turkey and all these other areas. We can see their ruins is because they built not out of wood, hay and stubble. That stuff's all burned up. We can see the marble and the granite, those pillars that are still standing today. The ancient city of Ephesus is still in part with us today because they built out of marble and granite. And so I've wow. just been really introspective thinking about like, even on a daily basis, what am I building that's going to last? Because I want Jesus to say to me, well done. And so all of that to say, the podcast, um, that's kind of what, I'm th- what I've been thinking about. Like, I want to make sure that what we're building here is something that's going to last for generations. Um, I'm, I'm, you all, if you've listened to me or, or read articles or blogs from, from our site for any amount of time, you know that I've really desired to write books. And that's something I am working on breaking into. I, for some reason right now, I haven't published any books yet. And I know I'm going to. I know I'm going to publish lots of books. I just haven't published my first one yet. And I just have like this thing. I'm, I'm just working towards it. I don't know if it's a timing thing or what, uh, but that's something that's on my list and <laughs> I'm working on it. Uh, it's easier you said have, than you done. Have, yeah, it is know. much easier said than done. I, I, I speak as someone who has um, stories in my head that I want to write down. And I've got one of them. One of them is down. I, I have one, one story. Um, mm. but I have a whole bunch more that I want to, uh, I want to put together and, and it, it, it's, it's more, um, like in the humor and kind of my life on a farm that people will think that my growing up and, and, and that type of thing that are just funny awesome. stories that, you know, I just want to put down some of that's just for my kids. I mean, it, it reminds me of, yeah. um, of an author that I, I had the privilege of interviewing, um, many, many years ago now. Um, he wrote this little book. You may have heard of it. It's called the shack. <laughs> Uh, his name is William Paul Young. Uh, he's a great guy. Cool. Um, yeah. He was a wonderful guy to interview. I, I got to um, chat with him a couple of times, uh, both, mostly for milestones for copies of The Shack. Uh, I think I talked to him sometime after a million copies sold and sometime after three million mm. copies sold. He's a local guy. He actually lives, or he lived, I don't know if he still does. Like I said, it's been about 10 years. He lives out in Gresham. Oh, cool. And he wrote a book for his kids. That's yeah. the story. That's The Shack. The Shack is... Uh, was a 250 print run for friends and family to tell yeah. his story. And wow. he had hoped to get, when they did publish it, he, he got a loan from uh, other friends. They ran 10,000 copies hmm. and they were, they were hoping to sell that in two years. They yeah. sold it in like two weeks. Dang. And, then, and now it's a major motion picture sure. and there's, yeah. you know, Good grief. Taylor Swift wrote a song for it. Like, I mean, come mm-hmm. on. You, not to yeah. say you've arrived, but talk about, you, you want to talk about something that Can will stand the test of generations and the legacy that yeah. leaves behind. Yeah. Exactly. Even with all the controversy about it too, because there was yep. lots of people that were like, oh, don't read the shack. It's, it's sacrilege. He's like, I asked him about that. I'm like, what, what do you say to your critics? He's like, I didn't, I, I didn't write a religious, like I didn't write a, a theology book. That wasn't my point. This is my story. This is how I, I see my story as a, you know, a guy from Portland cool. or Gresham or whatever, you know, I say Portland, but you know, the whole metro area. But yep. yeah, it, writing is hard. And I, I really look forward. I, I enjoy your, your, your posts now, uh, reading them now. And I look forward to your, your first book. 
Well, I've gotten, I have, let's see, I have a manuscript and I already have two chapters written, by the way, as of this moment. And so for me, it's actually not nice. writer's block. Like I could just, if I sit down, man, I'm just going to write. I, I could probably have the book finished in honestly in a matter of days. I really could. Um, I think a lot of it just has to do with uh, the timing and just kind of the stage of life I'm in with Caleb going to school, Jenny's working, Jenny's pregnant. Like I'm getting ready to go back to school right now. And, um, you know, we're, we're kicking it off into high gear and just so there's logistics of life. And, and so, and then the podcast, of course. So it, all that's working together and I'm confident it'll come out at the right time <laughs> when I, when, when I, when it works, you know, but uh, let, let's talk a little bit about your school because you're, you're not, uh, sure. you're, you're going to school, but you're not just going to school. You're, you're going to a fairly intensive curriculum of study, at least in my opinion uh, of what you're, what you're yeah. burying yourself in for the next, uh, couple of years, next three years now. Yeah. I will say this to everybody. This is really cool. Before we moved down here to California, the the goal was, and again, there's a huge backstory to this, but for sake of time, it was like, I'm going to go, we're going to go to school. I'm going to go to school down in California at Cal Poly, right? This is like one of the top, I don't know, top three or top five or whatever, but it's up there, way up there for aerospace engineering. Yeah. Like it's one of the top in the country. And I'm like, I'm going to go there. And everyone's like, okay, like, are you going to go to community college up here for a while and then then transfer down there when you like get in? Or are you going to like try to get in up here and then just move down there after you get in or what? And I'm like, no, I'm going to move down there and go to a community school for a couple of years and do my thing. And then I'll apply to get in. They all, th- I'm not kidding you, almost without exception, people Good meaning, well-meaning people, friends, yeah. people that cared. Yep. And again, I'm not trying to knock anybody. I'm just saying they cared about me and they loved me. And they were like warning me. They're like, um, are you sure? Like, that seems crazy to move down there, to go to school and to do all this. You don't have a support structure. You don't know anybody. You don't, you don't have jobs, blah, blah, blah. But you're not even in the school yet. And you're moving. So everybody heard about us moving down and they're like, oh, cool. So you got in. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's like <laughs> going to happen eventually. But no. And man, I'm here to tell everybody today, God is my witness. That's exactly what happened. And you know, the timing of us moving down here could not have been better. I barely got in to a scholarship. When I say barely, I mean because of timing, because of the amount of schooling I had, because of the amount of credits I had, because of our income, everything kind of worked together where I almost missed the scholarship. Because of all those metrics I just mentioned, I was just barely on the cusp on all of those metrics. Wow. And... And I got into this thing and it's just this insane God provision. He's covering the whole thing, guys. I'm telling you, I've already been down here three years, been going to community school down here for three years. I graduated. I'm, I'm the first person in my family for several generations to get any type of college degree. I just got two associate's degrees, one in mathematics and the other one in physics. And man, we're just praising God. And God covered the so whole awesome. thing. He paid for the whole thing. Thank you. And so now I'm accepted into Cal Poly under the aerospace engineering degree. That's so stinking and cool. Yeah. And again, I don't have the numbers, but I do know I was, I was surprised and I'm not going to mention anything too, too detailed here, but I will say that when I heard the ballpark of numbers of how many people got in, I was very surprised and very glad that I did not hear those numbers before I applied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of ignorance is bliss a little bit, eh? About how you, totally. how you, if you don't, you know, you'll, you, you, you'll try something, you know, you'll yeah. keep trying something and eventually, you know, you'll just, you'll just go for it. I mean, you talk about it, you talked about the podcast numbers, knowing, yeah. knowing yeah. that 15 episode threshold, which, you know, right. I, I honestly, I haven't listened. There aren't any podcasts that I've listened to that have stopped after that. I listen to stuff that's been running for years. Like that's most of what, mm-hmm. you know, I usually find it well into it's run. Like I'm, I'm joining a podcast that's been airing for like three years already. And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, I really want to go back and listen to all this. And I don't have yeah. that kind of time. Cause they yeah. put out like an episode every other day and you're just like, Oh, oh it's been on the air for three years and they have 750 episodes. Guess I'm not going to listen to all those. Um, so yeah, legacy. Hey, eh? absolutely. And it's with that mindset that we, we come into season two. I mean, we've got some experience under our belts. We've got some of the technical, <laughs> some of the technical stuff worked out, you know. We've got we'll some, keep like, working on that. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, so, so a lot of that is we're enjoying ourselves. Um, but I, just so everybody knows where I'm at, like that's where my heart's at. I'm really thinking legacy. How do we build? I, I want to make sure that what I'm doing with my time is building pe- people. And it's, actually, let me, let me jump into the vision 
How about that? I can, this is a good, probably yeah. a good time for me to share the vision. So sounds good. So so vision and mission, right? We have a vision and a mission, and, and we, I guess you'd probably get a different de- definition of vision and mission with every single person you ask. I'm sure because some of those things are kind of nebulous. But to me, the vision is like basically the the, the th- ten million foot view, right? The vision is like not vague, but it's also not specific enough to where. Uh, it, it doesn't describe the day-to-day operation. It basically describes the world when we're done with it. That's right. the way I think of vision. What does the world look like after we're done? You know, after we're done doing what we're what we're doing. Here's the vision. And I'm just, it, the vision, by the way, is just a scripture. It's Colossians 1.28 in the Amplified Classic version. And the, re, the way this came about is I was praying about the podcast and the blog years ago, Eric. I don't, you know, if I told you the whole story, but years ago, I was just praying about it and God gave me the name. Yep. And I prayed, I'm like, okay, Lord, I want a vision, you know, like I want a vision for the podcast, vision for the blog, vision for what I'm doing with Unstoppable. And this is what he gave me. It's a scripture. I'll just read it. Colossians 1.28 in the Amplified, it says, him, talking about Jesus, him we preach and proclaim, warning and admonishing everyone and instructing everyone in all wisdom, which is comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God, that we may present every person mature, full grown, fully initiated, complete and perfect in Christ, the anointed one. I feel like that should be familiar to everyone. Isn't that fun? You, you like how we weaved that into the, or how we wove that into our intro? I, I, I love that that's there. I love that that's, I love that we put that in there. And it, it, it just, it, and it flows and it, it, it's so interesting to put that into what we do and, and to have something to hit and to have a target to work toward. And it, it just that's makes, right. it's very it's very different than just kind of flying by the seat of your pants. You kind of know what you're going to do. Um, so what about the, you, you talk about the, the, I use 50,000 foot view, but I mean, you went, you went way higher, which well, is fine. I'm also an astronautics major. So I used a lot <laughs> larger numbers. Yes, that's true. We so we're a hundred mile view. You're, you're at international space station. I wouldn't level. even, I wouldn't even use miles. Let me just take a moment to say, are you serious, America? Imperial system, give me a break. Oh, I've been saying this for 20 years. (laughs) Well, you're from Canada. (laughs) Any engineer listening right now is 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 amening. They're saying amen, brother. Although I I will say this. So the UK still uses miles for speed and for distance, except when they're talking about like not driving a car. So if they're going out for a run, they're going out for like a 5K. They'll go for a five or 10K run. But yeah. if they're if they're driving, it's you know it's sixty miles an hour I, or sixty miles from point A to point B. It and I'm just it's, like, it's it's schizophrenic, is what it is. Yeah, the UK is a little strange. <laughs> they need to, but I mean Canada. I mean, like it's it's funny. I will say this: Canada's messed up though, because like there are there was I just read this flowchart. I resaw this flowchart. It's really awesome. That has all these things of like, what are you talking about in the system? Like, what thing are you referring to? Like, is it is it? Wait, okay, are you cooking? Are you measuring oh, your no. body weight? Oh no! Are you are you, are you talking about something you're buying at the store, or are you measuring your body? Like, so if you're buying buy, buying it from the store, it's measured in 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 kilos or grams. If you're talking about your body weight, you you, you generally you speak in pounds. Are you talking about your height? Okay, uh, if you're talking about your height, you're saying it in uh in imperial feet. If and you're talking yeah oh, feet and yeah. inches. If you're talking about like measuring a, a distance. If it's long distances, you're going to use metric. If it's building something, you're going to use imperial. That sounds horrible. Okay, yeah, at least we're it, not it, that. Well, yeah. I don't no, know. we. I don't know yeah, the that. U.S. is just all imperial. All um, I'm going to say is slugs and drams. Give me a break. <laughs> Slug is the most ridiculous unit, and then drams. Whoever thought of the unit? So the dram, the dram makes up a, an ounce, and it's just horrible. Look it up sometime. It's absolutely nonsensical. Oh, so it's a Dr. Seuss unit. All right. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Wow, that was sorry. That got, it's all good. No kidding. Whatever. Okay, so, <laughs> so talk about the talk about the the ten foot the view, mission the the right yeah. the right next door. What what what's so the day to day look like? Right mission. So in contrast to the vision, the mission is basically how we get there. Like what are we doing day to day? So here's the mission, and this this I'm sure this will evolve over time, and you know we'll grow and do things. But right now it's it's teaching, encouraging, equipping, and empowering people to live a life without limits. So, so teaching, right? That's something very boots on the ground. Teaching, like right now, we're well, right, I mean, most of the podcasts, you know, we do teaching episodes, the, the blog, we do teaching. I, we have uh, resources, right? We have these online resources that are 
Bible study materials and stuff. If you've not checked it out yet, please check it out on um, on our website. We have a resources tab and we're, we're excited to put those out. The books, you know, that are going to be coming out. Those are all teaching materials, teaching, encouraging, equipping, and empowering. Encouraging is, you know, speaking a word to somebody, encouraging them, bringing life to them, speaking what God's will is for them, you know, according to the word of God, you know, just speaking God's favor over them, stuff like that. Equipping, you know, giving people the tools to do the job. And then empowering is really, again, just kind of admonishing and encouraging people to get out and get busy and do things and giving people opportunities. So all of that are very, very like, they can be very granular boots on the ground. We're doing this because this is a teaching or we're doing this because this equips somebody. And then again, living a life without limits, it's, it's once you're a Christian, once you're born again, man, God has victory and things for us to walk in and do um, that we can, that we can walk in power and walk with a life without limits, not only to fulfill our purposes in life, but also to encourage and build, build other people up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like the live a life without limits thing. And, and one of the things uh, we referenced the live a little bit earlier that we did after we hit 1000 episodes uh, downloaded but I don't think anyone asked you this question. In fact, I'm, I, I really don't think it got asked. One of the questions we asked during that of all of our guests was, what does unstoppable mean to you? And Ooh, now I'm going to turn that on you because I don't oh, think man. you necessarily answered it. Maybe you did, but I don't remember if you did. Um, That's fine. I so probably didn't. I, I want to I ask, what does unstoppable mean to you? Good question, Eric. Zero time to prepare. No, it's good. Um, yeah, unstoppable. What does it mean to me? I actually have this written down somewhere in really very, very clear English, and it's actually going to be in the book. But just right now, off what's inside of me, unstoppable is not limited to an individual person walking in victory over sin, sickness, finances, whatever in their life. That is part of the situation, walking in victory in your own life. Really what Unstoppable all is all about is this idea of when each one of us individual members of the body of Christ start to fulfill our purposes and our callings. And I'm telling you, you know, like you were talking earlier about hitting the target or aiming at the target and going for it with the podcast. Well, I believe that's how every believer should be as well in their life. It's like, okay, Lord, you've given me these unique talents and gifts and abilities. How do I get to the end of this thing and have you say, well done, Right. Let's, this is tying it all together. How do I get to the end of this thing and have you, when I'm standing before you, I want you to look at my life and say, yeah, you did it. Like you went after the things that I put in you to do and to be, you know, and, and the purposes and callings. And I'm not saying there's going to be shame and condemnation when we miss it because we are going to miss it. He's just happy and joyful, yeah. I, I believe, with, with the journey and with us listening to him and saying, man, let's go for it, Lord. Like, what do you have for me? What did you put? Like, why do I have a, you know, I mean, I'm hearing somebody who's like, they play the guitar or they play drums and they're like, well, what's that going to do? Well, God put it in you for a reason, you know, yeah. ask him about it. Exactly. You know, yeah. ask him about it. Maybe it's playing at church. Maybe it's not playing at church. Maybe it's playing somewhere else. Maybe it's teaching someone. I mean, who knows? But I'm telling you, God puts these things in us, not, not just because like they don't just happen. They don't just evolve. He puts these yeah. things in us for a reason. And so unstoppable is all about when each one of us in our own individual lives are fulfilling that purpose and going after it, and we're doing so not in the confines of our own little islands, but we're doing it in community, then the body of Christ becomes the unstoppable force that it was always meant to be. That's unstoppable. Nice. So my, awesome. I feel like my job on earth, honestly, I feel like my job on earth is to help encourage, equip, empower, and teach and do these things to help people build their individual lives. Um, but it has to be within the mindset of, yeah, you go and you rock your life and you live your best life. That's all great and good. Do it, go after it, but do it with a purpose. Do it knowing that you are part of a bigger picture. You're part of the body of Christ. You might be the nose, you might be the ear, you might be the toe hair, you know, whatever. Yeah. The Bible says that every single part, when it does its share, or, you know, when we do all, when we play our parts, it ends up being a symphony or we, we work together as the body is supposed to function and we're going to do what God's called us to do on the earth. That is literally my heart. I mean, that's what gets me up in the morning. And so that's what this is all about. That's awesome. So not to, not to completely kind of turn left here again, but I, I want to, there's a couple of things that me coming from a different background, church background than you, there are a few differences between our 
not necessarily our theology, that's the wrong word, but there are a few differences in practice between the way our two sects, quote unquote, do things. Um, One of them is something that I've heard you mention a a few times, uh, and that is something uh, you refer to as prophetic word. Um, And I would love... I know a lot of people that listen to this uh, are are probably aware of what that is, but I would love a, a better definition for those that may be unfamiliar with that that phraseology or that wording. That's a really good point. I'm really I'm so glad you brought this up. Um, so those of you listening, a lot of times Eric and I have these types of conversations where he brings a point of view that's kind of outside my little sphere, and it helps me uh, explain things like this better because you know uh, there's listeners out there that like he, he like, like Eric, you have a unique perspective and background that resonates with a lot of our listeners that I don't, I'm not always aware of. So I love that about, about you and about what we do. Uh, okay. So for example, so prophetic word. Okay. So that is, yeah, it's kind of a colloquialism, I guess, within, I guess, within the charismatic and Pentecostal worlds. Um, I am not part of a denominational church or it's a non-denominational church. And and all that, and not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with denomination, this, that, and the other. I'm just saying I, we, we, we believe the Bible, and that's just straight it. You yeah. know, I'm not, yeah. nothing wrong. There's a lot of don- denominations that are good, and they're doing good things, but, um, you know, that's fine. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, like, saying that I'm, uh, you know, reading the Pentecostal handbook or something on any of this stuff. You know, we're, we, we always want to bring everything back to the Word right. of God on everything. So Exactly. Okay, so, so, so prophetic word. So... The, the idea behind that, uh, so in the, I'm assuming that you're talking about maybe in the context of like uh, our latest episode with Aaron, I mentioned something about giving a prophetic word to somebody. Yes. Something yeah, like that's, that. that's where that comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that comes from like the gifts of the spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And there, when in that list in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there's word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and then there is prophecy later on in that list. Um. When, I, when I'm speaking of a prophetic word, giving it to a person, I'm speaking of, and I'm, let me give some biblical definition too. Uh, basically, the word prof, pr- prophecy um, is the word prophetuo, prof, prof, prophetuo, something like that in the Greek. And it actually literally means um, to utter something forth or to declare something that can only be known by divine revelation. Okay. So basically, you're, you're speaking something out of your mouth that actually can't, be discerned naturally. It has to be given to you by God. And so that could be, so that's the, when you, when you read like first Corinthians chapter 14, let me actually have my Bible. Let me make sure I have it up here and I don't mess this up. In first Corinthians 14, he says, okay, in verse 31, he says, for you can all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged. This is something we do in our home group. We talk a lot about this in our home group that you don't have to be a New Testament prophet. You don't actually have to occupy the office of the prophet. If you're in Christ, you can prophesy. And that's that word, prophetuo. Uh, that means to utter forth something with your voice, something that can only be known by revelation from God. And when I say prophetic word, it could be a word of knowledge, which means that's something that, uh, like, you know, like, you know, there, like an example of this is in, um, in the book of John in chapter five, when Jesus was at the pool uh, of Bethesda and he saw the man who had been laying there for 38 years, the Bible mm-hmm. says when Jesus knew that the man had been in that condition for a long period of time, I believe that's a word of knowledge where Jesus just shows up, sees a guy sitting there. The narrator tells us that the guy had been sitting there 38 years, but nobody, there's no record of anybody telling Jesus, you know, it just says when Jesus knew Like, and the indication in the Greek is that he just instantly knew something that he didn't know a moment before. So that would be like a word of knowledge. Like, you know, something from divine revelation that, that, you know, so that's a word of knowledge. Word of wisdom is different. And I'm not going to take the time to go into all these right now, but you have word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy. And in first Corinthians chapter 14, we're talking about prophesying that anybody in the body of Christ can do. They can operate in simple prophecy. And so when I say prophetic word, I mean, it's a word that you would give to somebody like I gave to that, that Muslim man. And it was the contents of that. It, it wasn't like a single, okay, let me take a quick side journey. I was actually at my chiropractor. I, uh, I go to a chiropractor regularly cause I'm always running and surfing and putting my body out of joint. And so it's, it's <laughs> nice to go and have him <laughs> fix things. Banging your back around a lot. Got it. Oh, 
on my mountain bike crash. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. We won't even. I still see that on your arm, man. I love it. How is that doing, by the way? Yeah, by the way, yeah. Too so uh, you, you uh, double sidebar here, tangent Isn't on a tangent. Good? Yeah, Justin, Justin decided to crash his bike in and went. I think my I asked you how fast you were. Off. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think you were. I was asking you how fast you were going, and you said <laughs> fast. Yeah, wicked fast. Let's just put it that way. Wicked fast. Okay, so so I go in to see my chiropractor regularly, and I was in there right after the Kenya trip, and I was telling him about this, and like it's so funny because he's not a believer yet, and he, but he's like, I love that. He's yet. so funny. He's so funny. Like me and my, my Jenny and I have been praying for him, and we're sending other people to him left and right, and he loves us, and it's just so wonderful. And um, Scott, if you're listening, we love you, man. You're so amazing, and uh, you're the best chiropractor in town, by the way. And so anyways, he's asking me about the trip and I shared this story with him about giving a prophetic word. And I use that terminology and it's so funny because he, he's like really into, you know, alternative medicine and some Eastern stuff. And he looks at me, he's like, a prophetic word. He's like, is that like a, like a one word thing or like a mantra or like, what was that? And then at that point I realized, oh, not everybody like understands <laughs> yeah. what I mean when yeah, I say prophetic and, word. Like, <laughs> and I'll be honest, that's where I went to. I'm like, was this a single word? Or are you saying like, right. is it, is it more than that? Right. So, so what it was, was I had a, I mean, I, I had a paragraph that I, that the Lord gave me verbatim and that isn't always how a prophetic word operates. Sometimes the Lord, I'll ask for something like recently I had a word for someone and it was a single word. It was the word victory. And actually in the spirit, I saw the word victory written out over this person's head. Like I didn't see with my eyes open, but I saw it kind of in my heart, in my spirit, right? And again, we can talk about this on future podcasts, but, you know, listening to the Lord and kind of seeing these pictures. And so I shared it with this person. I said, hey, I just, I just see the word victory over you and it's the color green. And I know that sounds crazy to some people right now. I know you guys are thinking, what are you doing? Is this even Christian? What, what's wrong? I'm telling you, stick with me, Eric. You're laughing your head off. Stick with me. <laughs> Hold on, don't pull I, out. Yet. I know where you. I know where you're going, and I know the people. Like, yeah, it's it's not like a crazy. It's like, okay, okay. I need more. I need more. I need more info on this. <laughs> so, like, I just I just started sharing. I just started sharing with her, and and in in the midst of me sharing this this word victory over her head and the, the color green. That's all I had to go on. But I stepped out in faith, and I said, Hey, this is what I see. And as I was telling her that. Like, like what I just did just now, I just said, I see, I see victory over you and I see it. It's green. As soon as I said that the Lord just instantly downloaded a whole bunch of stuff to me in my spirit where I just knew things about her that I didn't know a moment before. And I just started talking about her family and I started talking about struggles she's going through and certain things and how God was with her and how God wanted to mm-hmm. encourage her in those specific, mm-hmm. very specific situations. And she started crying. This is, ta- this is somebody at, at a different this is not the Kenya trip. I'm not, this is something else, but. Right, right. So, so that's an example of a prophetic word. So it did come across in that case as a word, right? That was actually a word of knowledge. Um, I didn't know about those types of things, but they came to me, right? right? And the reason yeah, I, ca- I call it a prophetic word, I could just call it a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge, but prophetic, because again, it, that brings in that word profituo, which means something uttered that is divinely inspired. Now I do want to define for a second, uh, prophecy for people. And I'm going to do it scripturally. This is in first Corinthians chapter 14, verse three. This is the biblical definition of prophecy. First Corinthians 14, three, but he who prophesies, which by the way, is that same word profituo speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. So we see that prophecy is edification, which is building up exhortation, mm-hmm which is mm-hmm. parakaleo, which actually is when, when Paul says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God in, in Romans chapter 12, parakaleo, it's, it's a picture of a general calling his army together before battle and saying, guys, let's go mm-hmm. win this thing. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, he's, yeah. he's calling the troops close, parakaleo, uh, and, then, and comfort to men. So biblical prophecy is edification, exhortation, and comfort. So I call it a prophetic word because it's, it's a word of knowledge. It's an operation of the gift of the Holy Spirit, manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And it's always done in such a way that it's going to edify, encourage, and um, comfort people. Yeah. And I, uh, when you, when you pulled that, when you had that out, I grabbed nine because I have it. And so I, I just, just for different, different wording, because it's, it's, it, I think for, in my brain, though, some of those words, you know, there's, they just don't, they don't have the, the, they they require def- defining more so. Not like that edification, they're wrong. Exhortation yeah, and comfort. Yeah, yeah. Comfort doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it, comfort comfort's a standard yeah. word. But my version sure. uh, says, uh, and I have a couple. I'm comparing them really quickly. 
Okay. But everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. Nice. Is that, is that NIV? Uh, yeah, that's NIV 84. Yeah. The NIV okay. current edition says something very similar, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. So very, very similar. Just uh, NIV has worked on uh, uh, one of their part of their vision and their mission is to make things readable and yeah. also somewhat um, neutral. Um, so they've they've worked on their neutrality of wording um, in between the 1984 release and the 2017 release. Yep. They also apparently had a mid 90s release that they tried that was very similar to this, and it failed miserably. It did. Um, 95, they, I believe, or something. Was it 90? Yeah, 90. Yeah, that sounds right. 95. I think it was 95. So yeah, that's and that's just again that's that's what my church happens to use for everything. I read other versions, but. I, I just had that and I just was, you and I have talked about this chapter at, at length. Uh, we need yes, to talk about have. it more. Um, I need to study this yeah. one more. Um, I really do. Yeah. Cause I, I, there have certainly been questions that I have brought up that are just differences of, again, that word sects. I'm not a big fan of that word, but differences of, right. of uh, how, how my version and your version kind of uh, relate to things, which leads to something that we we have also talked in previous in the previous episode previous behind the scenes of talking about how we you and I like that tension we like mm-hmm. living in that world where not everyone agrees and we totally. actually think we are in agreement that disagreement is is a very good thing yeah i agree we, <laughs> we agree to disagree. wait what we huh wait dis- agreeing to disagree i don't know but it's kind of agreeing um, to disagree. A ki- kind of, yeah. And, and it's okay totally. to, to disagree. And it's such a culture shift to some extent, even for me, because I overthink everything. I will spend forever overthinking this episode when we're done with it. But it, for me, listening to, you know, having a disagreement with someone who just, at the moment I disagree, they're like, oh, well, you just hate me. Or you just think, you just think that because I'm, right. I'm this and I have I have people in my life now that I he and I they, we do have a disagreement uh, politically it happens to be, but you know and we've had really really stark disagreement on things but there are things where we can find commonalities you and yeah. it, you don't even have to find commonality I can completely disagree with you and not hate you I can totally. co- think you're completely wrong and not hate you that I, I, it's not going to change how I necess, necessarily, it can, but it's not necessarily going to change how I treat you because I don't believe what you believe. I, it, it doesn't, it's not, it shouldn't make or break society. And in our current environment, it, it seems to be that if you don't agree with whatever opinion or whatever thing person X says, then you're a horrible person and and you aren't fit to do anything except sit at home and stare at yourself in the mirror, you know? And by no means do I think that people should be allowed to say things without consequences. But I think that there are times where you need to put your thing into context. Getting fired for being, trying to be funny and it not landing well, to me, just isn't a, isn't always a valid excuse. I, I don't know. Uh, I have a specific example in mind, but I don't really want to bring it into this. But but I'm just, I'm kind of, I, I just want disagreement to be okay. I, I, I don't think there shouldn't be consequences, but I, I think the consequences of, of even stepping out of line a little bit right now are so drastic. They're so yeah. harsh and they, and they shouldn't be. Just because I say something wrong, I should be chastised for the rest of my life? Like, it, it, it's so... Disagreement is good. You it need is. it. You, you have to have it. And it's biblical. <laughs> yeah. It really well, yeah, I mean, is. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. Paul and Barnabas. Mm-hmm. They, they had a major rift, so bad that it broke them up. It did. But in the end, they reconciled that. It took time, but in the end, it was reconciled. 
Yeah, and Paul and Peter had a blowout too. I mean, but it didn't end them, right? Like it, it, that was an opportunity for things to split and divide and the church to get messed up, you know, and, and they had a very sharp contention and stuff like that we see because we're, we're still, you know, we're still human. <laughs> we're born again, but we're still in a human body and we have human right. emotions that we have to deal with, you know, but how did they handle it? The, the church didn't, didn't die. I mean, they got over it and moved on, you know, and I think it's so important for us as a church to, to walk in that where it's like no two people, even if you're married, anybody who's married knows this to be an absolute <laughs> Yeah, no fact. kidding. Man, there's no two people that are exactly like that we're going to agree on everything. But look at what Jesus says. He says, remember in John 17, he's talking about how he wants all the believers to be in unity. Ooh, what does that mean? So that the world would know that, they, that, that Jesus is Christ. Doesn't mean we have to agree on everything, but it means we need to be in unity. What does that mean? Unity is deeper than agreement is what I'm trying to say. And it, it, uh, you could, I'm not saying you should, but you could interpret that to say that as long as you have that one thing, that one piece, Jesus is Christ. He is, yeah. was, and will forever be. Amen. As long as you have that, not a whole lot else. As, as, if that is your mindset, everything else should fall in line. Yeah, I agree. I love that. And I always do fall back on that, especially if I have people who are vehemently against, like for instance, I'm talking about the gifts of the spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, healings, miracles, all this stuff that is super offensive to, to much of the church. And, and, but it's all, hey, I've got stories about every single one of those, of the reality. And I've got stories about people coming to Jesus because of those things. So if you want to talk to me about it, we can talk and I can debate, but I'm not going to. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm not going to debate scripture with somebody, even though I could, I'm not going to, because if this person is a believer in Christ, if they are a brother or a sister in Christ, then, then man, I don't want to do anything to offend my brother. I don't want to cause right. them to trip and fall. I don't want to be a jerk to them. I don't want to tell them how right I am and how wrong they are. That's not my place. You know what I'm right. saying? I believe I'm right. They believe they're right. But guess what? Right. I love them as a brother or a sister in Christ. And if they don't want right. to walk in healing, fine. It's okay. I'm not yeah. going to force my stuff on them. I'm not going to force anything. I'm not going to twist scripture. I'm not going to throw it down their throat. How can I be loving right. to that person? That's what matters. I'm not, I'm not losing any sleep over anybody who thinks my stuff's crazy. Because it's not, yeah. again, I'm, I'm just doing the best I can to preach the word of God as straight and as true as I can with as little religious weirdness as possible. I'm trying right. to just share my stories of what I've seen God do and just what I think is just the purest form of everything. And I know I'm not going to get it right on everything. But I know, and I know people disagree. But man, at the end of the day, I love, I love them. I love you. <laughs> you know, right. if you're listening yep. and this is offensive, I love you. And I just believe God's best for you. I want God's best for you. And that's it. Yeah. And, it, and if, if you want to get into that argument, if you want to get into that debate, that's okay too. Like you, you and I, we, we, we have done that, but yeah. we both go in knowing that that's what we're doing. We're not, we're, not going, we're not going out into the street and finding the first random person, finding out they're a Christian and saying, well, why don't you believe it the same way I do? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and we've lost some of that too. We've lost relationships, not, not, just, over, not just over who you voted for, but yeah. in general, our world has gotten a lot smaller because of social media, but it's also gotten more lonely because of social media, yeah. because everyone's friends are online. Yeah. And I, I think I gave this stat the last time and I want to say it again. Yeah, you did. That's 20, years, 20 years ago, um, people were asked, who could you call in an emergency? How many people are on your list? Who are the people that were on your list? Uh, just a number. It was just a number. How many people? Average is five. This is 20 years ago. When I moved to the okay. United States, five people. Five years ago, the same question was asked. So 15 years later, you know what the answer was? Less than one. Oh, brutal. Statistically, less yeah. than one. Now, some of that, of course, people movement happens. There's some of that. There's people that are on my list that I can't call. But I know what I would call even though they couldn't come because they're too far away from me. But I think the general concept still holds true. I think we can all kind of attest to that you know, that things have changed. And uh, in fact, we're dealing with it with our church and our home groups and stuff like that, where it's like, we're talking about vulnerability and really getting in deep with people. And it's like, it seemed to be back in the day, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, it was more, even the culture, it was just more conversational. You talk to your neighbors. Now, how many of us know our neighbors <laughs> at yeah. all? 
Yeah. Versus, I remember growing up as a little kid, we knew all our neighbors. I mean, my yep. parents would leave us at our neighbor's house, you know, stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. nowadays, my goodness. So, yeah, you don't let your kid out of the house without supervision and you're worried about oh, it. Even yeah. if you do know your neighbors, you're still worried about it. <laughs> it's just you so know, different. I, but, yeah. Again, I think in the trying to bring it back, I guess, to the point, I mean, I guess all that to say, the Bible does talk about things getting darker, you know, and the light shining brighter. And I do think we are headed towards some crazy stuff. Prophetically, I think scripture is being fulfilled and things are happening, which again, gives me more urgency to do what I believe God's called me to do. And man, let's, let's get together church. There's so much more for us, no matter how awesome you think your church is or how awesome your ministry is or how awesome your relationship with God is, man, don't, don't hit the brakes. Don't slow down. There's more. God is so infinitely amazing. He's got stuff for us to be and to do and to reveal. And um, again, that's a lot of the, the fire behind unstoppable is just, you know, Uh, getting us to to get into that untapped potential, you know, because there is more. Here's to another season. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Kick off, excited? launch. Here we here yeah. we go with season two. It's that's right. Yeah, I don't think it's going to look a whole lot different. I think it's going to be better though. I think it's going to be awesome. It is going to be better. Got... Now, how, how many are we? Let's tell people how many we're planning. Like, what's our frequency of release? Let's talk about that. Just for I mean, just for a minute. Yeah, our current plan is. Is we're gonna we we are a little ambitious in season one, a little more ambitious than we intended. Uh, January was crazy because we did three in January this last year. We did year. three in a month. That was wild. Yeah, which was nuts. Um, but we're we're Sorry, planning, <laughs> we're planning one a month going That's forward. Right. That's um, right. So this this episode may air out of sequence just because it's a behind the scenes. But our right. current plan is to release the first. Monday that is not a holiday right of every single month going forward so yes we will occasionally follow that second schedule that second episode schedule where we if we have time and we have extra stuff we're going to throw it in on the second or third Monday of the month but generally speaking we our plan is to release every single Monday every single first Monday as long as it's not a holiday holiday. of every single month from now going forward yeah and it's my desire, of course, Eric, we've talked about that. It's my desire. I would love to release stuff weekly. I would love to do a podcast every week. I would love to do it every couple of days. I would. But again, right right now, we're just growing. We're scaling. We're doing what we can. We're, we're moonlighting everything. I mean, yep. things will change, and I believe God's going to increase this thing. But just so everyone knows, being very transparent, this is where we're at. I mean, we're funding this thing almost entirely, well, almost entirely ourselves, you know, Um do have some Patreon supporters, which we're so grateful for. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, we're praying for you. We love you. And, uh, you know, uh, we just, we just thank you for being a part of this and, uh, helping us do what we're, what we believe, what we believe God's calling us to do with both the blog and the podcast. So as more money comes in and stuff like that, you know, we'll, um, we'll scale and we'll do things. But at this point, this is a very healthy frequency for us, just kind of with what life is going on with us personally yes. and, and, and all that. So, but just be aware that we we're I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. <laughs> to put this to <laughs> yes, put podcasts out very frequently. Yeah. I'm definitely chomping at the bit. Um, so when that, even when I catch any kind of glimpse of that being able to happen with my schedule, even not, not finances notwithstanding, I'm just going to go for it. So <laughs> Eric is going to, yeah. I'm going to call him up and be like, dude, I got, I got some time. Send it to me, man. Let's, let's produce two a <laughs> let's month. Go. Let's, let's, yeah. let's do three. So let's go. Yeah. Anyway, and, and that's it's the just, goal. Yeah. I want to yeah. go for and it. it. It is about, you know, my time, you know, it's, it, some yeah. of it is your time. A lot of it is your time, especially with you starting school back up and being as busy as you're going to be. But some of it is also my time and, and with my schedule, yep. cause my schedule yep. is kind of, my work schedule can be really strange. I have, I have, I have a set schedule, but even within that, sometimes I'm like, and it depends on my days sometimes too, where I just come home and I'm yep. so done. Well, sure. Yeah. Like we all are, but Hey, anything else? That you wanna? No, no. This touch is on? good. I think we've we've really unearthed unearthed some stuff and kind of talked about it. And I'm just excited. Thank you for listening for this whole episode. I know it's different. Hopefully, this gives uh, kind of an insight and a background into uh, a little bit about who we are, a little bit more, and just kind of where where we're going and what we believe God's doing. So, man, we're just excited to keep going. I'm excited for season two, and um, I know God's in it and He's doing things. And I don't know. What about you, Eric? I I'm just excited. Yeah. I think that's my word. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I agree. I, I am. I'm looking forward to where this goes, and I, I'm looking forward to to growing and, and meeting, uh, hearing more stories from people as they yeah. as they listen. Yeah. I, I'm, in, yes. I'm, in, I'm I'm looking forward to a couple of the episodes we have coming up because it involves yep. some very good friends of mine. Yep. 
that that I'm really looking forward to having sit down and and, and record and, and work with. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be a ton of fun, I think, uh, as we as we jump into this next season. All right. Cool with that. Welcome to season two. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. For more resources, including previous episodes, blogs, and free downloadable content, visit us at unstoppableblog.net. You can also find us on Facebook at Unstoppable Blog. We hope this podcast has encouraged, equipped, and empowered you with meaningful insight from the Word of God to receive His promises and live a life without limits. Nice. I like that ending. That was good. That, you copied me almost perfectly. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs>